Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Runa here. The Ask Runa Social Club July boxes have started to ship and are they gorgeous. I mean, I was on a FaceTime today with Connor. Okay, he was putting them together. He had a little elf factory going over at Fiasco. And I said, let me see. I want to make sure the product is perfect before it goes out. And these boxes were so gorgeous. It actually made me furious. Because when I saw that what was included in the box, I could not get over how much people were getting for the measly little price. And I could not, I honestly felt like I was getting completely ripped off. The amount of luxury, full-size bottles, as all of you gauche, absolute nonsense people have been asking. So beautiful. But truly, truly, all jokes aside, have they done a gorgeous job putting it together Join us for August, now accepting members, arsocial.club, as Brian likes to say. He's winning the URL wars so far, pardon me. But don't miss out on this absolutely gorgeous opportunity. You've missed July, but we'd be thrilled to welcome you for August. Sign up now through August 1st. The last day you can sign up for the August box is August 1st. We can't wait to welcome you to the club. Kiss, kiss. Okay, Rana. Uh, am I okay? You know, I don't know. You were if I'm giving okay. a look. You were giving a suspicious look, like you had a, a magnifying glass up well, on your eye. Well, because my recording, you know what? I better check this. Okay. Hold on one second. Nope. You know, this happened to me last week, and Rana kept the show going. So, guess what's happening right now? The show must go on. If anyone wants to know, okay, it was I am, working. Oh, it was working. Okay. So oh, yeah, good. I'm back. So we'll just someone will splice those together. I mean, that's what they do. They just splice it. I don't ask questions. I just get, I just, just take my voice and splice it. Have you ever considered working as an editor? They used to splice the actual film together. Excuse me. Don't I know that? Did you ever see Hail Caesar? That's how I know that. Maybe that's not Hail Caesar. I think Francis McDormand is a film editor in it. Yeah, I would think because it used to be a woman's job from long before that, of course, but. It used right. to be a woman's job. Why? Because they were considered seamstresses. Is that exactly. Why? No, for real. Is that right? Yeah. That's what the tradition of having female editors comes from? Yep. Isn't that Correct. interesting? 
Correct. They 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 knew how to put things together in a seamless huh. way. They know how to assemble things. It's it's mouse work. They're assemblers. Uh huh. I mean, look at Marty and Thelma. You know what I mean? I was just thinking of Thelma. Is it Schoon Maker? Schoon Maker. I couldn't remember. I th- That's what I, I was think it's the say. first way you said yeah. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Boy, you sound like you've been out catting around. Well, Rana, listen. I'm in and, New York. And I'm I single. know that you are because you just had a you just had a look on your face that said, I have been catting around. And when the mouth the cat's well, away, I have the been mouse accused, will play. I have been accused on more than one occasion of sleeping yeah. with tour guides. And I it's just finally wanna... true. No, <laughs> no, I was supposed to have one tour guide while I was here and they bailed. You mean you were gonna have a tour? You know what? Get over that. I love a tour guide, Rana. You were going to get I a do. tour of New York City while you no, were No, Rana. It was a very specific tour of New, New York, York City. New York Public Library? No, Rana. Old New York. No, Rana. Edith Wharton's New York. What's that show that I hate called? The Gilded Age. I love it. Gilded Nothing Age happens. New York. Is that going to be the tour? No, although they do have that now, by the way. Of course they do. They always yeah. have a tour. And I'm staying right by the friend's apartment or the exterior of it. So everyone's taking pictures of that. Where constantly. is the exterior? Uh, it's either on Bank or Bethune or it's it's like right over here. Is that it's right? In West Village. Yeah. Yeah. So what People was the tour it. you were going to take? I was supposed to take because, Rana, I don't know if you know this, but I got a really fancy camera when I went to Peru. I did know that, yeah. And I went on CN Traveler, and I, I put in Oh, I wanted you to come over and take some pictures of baby Steve with that camera when you're ready. Sure, no problem. I was disappointed you didn't bring it to her party the other day, but- I mean, Well, Ron, I wasn't on of... the clock. Oh, we should discuss the payment. I mean, oh, I'm not a professional photographer, but like this could be my first gig. It <laughs> could be, could yeah. be. Yeah. So I was supposed to take a photography tour yeah. of some of the most beautiful buildings in Soho. But- yeah. And I was supposed to meet them in front of the Angelica, uh-huh. and they never showed up. And so I wrote a furious email saying, I need my money back ASAP. And they just wrote back, no problem. That was it. No apology. Never came. No. But I and, went on CN Traveler, and I Googled, I, I Googled CN Traveler, like offbeat tours of New York or something like that. Uh-huh. And I also went to the Tenement Museum, which is fabulous. Oh, which is wonderful, yeah. Wonderful. But did you go to Russ and Daughters before or after? I didn't. Yeah. I passed by it, though. Yeah, so I really have to do the whole experience. Right. Yeah. And then the the biennial is happening right now at the Whitney, so I did that. Well, isn't that something else? Aren't you just a busy little bee? I am. And yeah. and this bee is ready to pollinate, baby. I got to tell you. Yeah. Being single in New York is so fucking fun. Uh, oh, really? So you have been spreading your pollen around a little. I've been on two dates. And? Great. They've both been really fun. What kind of profession did these people have? Sure. One is a doctor and one excuse is an architect. Well, what, that's what's great about fucking me. New York. I got to say that's what what's great about New York. What kind of doctor and what kind of architect? Um, you know, I was married to a doctor. An infectious disease doctor. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, I know you were married to a doctor, Rona, but he yeah. died. He doesn't yeah. practice anymore. <laughs> that is did you ever think both, about that? Both of those things are true. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you ever, Rana? Did he ever like take a, th- a stethoscope and crawl into bed with you and say like, "Let's let's see if we can let's see if we can really hear the thunder down under." Uh, he did and put no, it on your. Those, okay. No, those weren't those weren't the words he used. If you'll excuse me, I forgot to tell baby Steve's nanny something. Did you ever play doctor patient with him? Uh, 
Fine. I'm going to tell people about my dates while you tell text us about during your the show. I can't believe I am, but it's important to Steve. I understand. It's for the baby. Um, Hold on. So, yeah. One is an architect. One is a doctor. They were both really, really nice guys and smart people and cool people. And, you know, I mean, I don't live here, so – but I would like to spend more time here. That is my one wish. Uh-huh. So, I'm hoping that when I'm not shooting or something, maybe, or when I'm in Boston, I could take DSL a little bit more. So we just Uh need to add that to, you know, I wouldn't mind a bonus, Rana, because honestly, I am going to be taking DSL. A bonus episode? I'd be happy to do a bonus episode. No, 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 no. I don't want to do any more episodes. No, I just want to make sure that we better get to. Do we have a train budget? The episode housekeeping. Uh, Do we have a train budget? We do for me. Now we have a fabulous guest today, but I oh, have I to tell wait. you, we've had we have a bunch of follow-ups, a bunch of this, a bunch of that. What I'm really excited about, I want to tell people this episode's coming out, of course, July 19th. And so that means people who want to get the August box, we'll put it, there'll be an ad at the beginning of the show. So there'll be all the details. But the I August know someone box, who's taking people, a trip and they come back on July 19th. Is that right? Yeah. Hi, is it you? No, I wish. Oh. It's another, it's a someone, it's a friend. A close friend? Yeah, I think they're going to Montauk. Hmm. Just for the weekend. Oh, I didn't know you knew anybody down that way. I don't. Uh, in any event, the mm-hmm. August box, they need to sign up by August 1st for the August box. A yes. July cocktail. I was and just Can I say something Brian, about August really quickly? Uh, I just want to say August in so many ways is like the last hurrah. That's a that's a month you want to have a great drink in because you see the end coming. Well, I actually have something extra special planned for August because oh. I know I I totally agree with you about August. But mm-hmm. what I have for planned for August is going to help get them through those dog days of August into that September cool off on Labor Day. And oh, I think great. it's people are going to be very excited about what we've chosen for August. For July, mm. the cocktail is so gorgeous. I shocked myself. I was telling Brian before the show started, I tried making it a few different ways. Connor sent me the recipe, of course, through Connor an encrypt, encrypted medium fiasco, Brooklyn. And I said to myself, let me try it a little bit this. Let me try this ingredient. Let me try that ingredient. Let me adjust this a little and see what I think. Sure. Take it to the lab. I thought I knew what I wanted and what the flavor was going to be because I inspired the flavor, of course. Mm. And what I ended up with from his recipe was so balanced and beautiful and sophisticated. It actually gave me pause. And that is not something that's easy to give me. I'll tell you. Wow, Rona. So I'm excited. No, so, what I know about this drink is yeah. it is boozy and classy. You think you know what it is? You think, oh, I know what it is. When I see what it is, you're going to get the cut. Oh, I know what it is. Let me tell you, you something. You don't. You don't. Yep. You don't. Sometimes the things that seem the simplest are the most complex. Exactly. And this is Rana, one of those cases. Yes, dear. I just- that's AI I'm not a paranoid club, person. Like, arsocialclub.com. Oh, arsocialclub.com. Yes, arsocialclub. And the other thing I wanted to say. Last, I got to say, our first one was such a mega hit. Gorgeous. Yeah. And July's coming right up, and I can't wait because okay. we have a ton of new subscribers that we got Oh, my got God. We're gonna, and we're going to welcome them into the Kiki room. We absolutely are. That's coming up. So keep a look on your inbox for the Kiki date. 
but the other thing I wanted to say Please. is that I've gotten a few emails from people that say, I'm sober, uh, but I want to join, but what do I do? But what about sober people? Can you do a non-alcoholic beverage for sober people? The first thing I'm going to say to that is Connor runs a liquor store. Okay. It's okay. a liquor business. Mm. So he really does not have a specialty or even a license, as I understand it, to sell non-alcoholic beverages. So let us get this off the ground first, and then we'll see if we can't come up with a little You have something. to have a license to sell non-alcoholic beverages? There are very specific licenses for what you can oh. sell. Yeah. Soft mm. drink. I mean, he can probably sell mixes, but I don't think Well, I was going to say, sell. I've been selling Diet Coke out of the trunk of my car in LA for a while now. Oh, well, that's definitely not legal, but I hope right. it's lucrative. It's been, the it's other been thing okay. I want to say to people is there is a club for people that are sober, and it's called Coffee. Okay. Ask Ron. You were the first Coffee people that we served quorum. in this carriage house patent. Sure, sure, Ask sure. Ron We still have a gorgeous carriage house blend. I the absolutely, absolutely summer stunner that is an iced shades of incredible. Vanilla. And it's going to be Christmas before you know it, and our flavored beverages will be coming out again. Oh my God. But I'm considering. Don't sleep on that. I don't want to say it until it really happens, but I'm considering. Putting a coffee kiki together too for the people that don't drink and that still want to be part of a kiki. Where we That's do so a, sweet. A fun coffee talk. But I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying I'm thinking about There's it. There's a kernel of an idea. Of so if that's something coffee subscribers would be interested in, and I and I use the word subscribers not lightly, pardon sure. me. Sure. That would be a subscribers event. And if people were interested in that, I'd love to know. Ask Rana uh, at gmail.com. Now, should I read I a couple of these reviews? You or should or read should a couple go? of these reviews, and then I guess to see you. We do have some incredible follow-ups, but I feel that they're going to have to wait. Great. Yeah. Obsessed in Scotland. They wrote obsessed, but with all Zs. Obsessed. Obsessed in Scotland. Five yeah. stars, five stars only. I just recently discovered Ron and Brian, and honestly, I've ditched every other podcast I usually fave hour in order to catch up. I'm at a little town called Linlithgow. I didn't go there. Just outside Edinburgh, and they totally provide a welcome escape, usually when I'm tidying up after dinner with my three kids and husband. Askrana is a definitely a permanent feature as the three-year-old has started punctuating her chat with excuse me. Oh my God, fabulous. Albeit in a that Scottish accent. That is so fun. That's amazing. How cute is that? I can't find high enough praise. Listening brightens every day. Rana's chuckle is the best, and I've never known anyone so worldly and knowledgeable. And I always find Brian to be so kind and considerate as well as properly funny. It's the huh. best. Properly nice funny review. is a real, that's a true compliment. I'm taking me. it as one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fastness 2000 says love came because they are funny. Stayed because the advice is so smart. Alapita says, I will go to your show in New York. 54 below. We're teasing it. Sure Delight, delightful. We're just showing ankle at the moment. We're just showing an ankle. Yeah. Delightful and brilliant. Thank you for each and every word. I am in love with both of you. How nice. Fabulous. Should we get to our one in, in our, um, we're doing like an author series. So should we get to our next author, Rana? Our, we are doing guest? sort of, we've had a lot of authors. Yeah, we've and had I Brian hate to tell you, yeah. we've had them, a couple of them on their pub date. And today is her pub date. Pub Fabulous. Date. We had Ryan O'Connell on his pub his date. His pub date, we did. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Rana, listen to this sound. <gasps> Does that put a smile on my face? What is that? I got to tell you, Rana, this 
is the sound of another sale on Shopify. Uh The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Oh, I know Shopify. We use it for Ask Veronica Coffee. Of course we do. Among other things, yeah. We use it because it gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so that upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. So, Rana, we don't have to be a Fortune 500 company to do this. I'll tell you what, that's entirely true because I'm on Shopify every minute. There you go. Trying to see where our sales are. I'm very involved and it makes it so easy for me. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities because believe me, what did we start selling on this podcast, Ron? I think we, our first thing we ever sold was maybe like a t-shirt. A t-shirt. And what are we selling now? Are you kidding me? Pardon me, we're selling uh, a cocktail club. Are you serious? In addition to our own beverage, a Negrana, our own personalized alcoholic beverage. In addition to our fabulous coffee, of course, which never goes out of stock. And Rana, I have a feeling we're not stopping there because success- I wrote, I came up with this. Success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. It sounds like you came up with that. Thank you, I did. Like Ask Rana, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. So any size, you can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps like Facebook, like Instagram, like TikTok, like Pinterest, and MOA. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Rana loves looking at the numbers. Honestly, that sounds boring. I'll tell you something. If you're running a Shopify store, it is so exciting. I love looking at the chats. I love looking up the dates. I love looking and saying, well, this time last year, how did we do? Or this compared to this. I absolutely, it's a Thrill. And as we grow, Rana, Shopify grows with us. It's more than a store. It's possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash askrana, all lowercase. Thank you. For a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Oh, forget trial. The second they try this, if they really have a business and something they're selling, you're in. There's no turning back. So grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash askrana right now. Shopify.com slash askrana. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Rana? This is an original troublemaker is what this is. Is that true? I was, <laughs> I was initially going to describe and her I as a personality and an have, author. having her on because... Oh, she's going to wreck the place? No, this is what she does. She, you think she's in charge of making things better, and all she does is cause trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for some reason, she's found some very influential people to put up with her. I don't really know. I think it's about the self-loathing of her boss. I'm not who we've had on the show. We have had the boss on the show. 
And he's a regular cat in the hat too. He st- he likes to come in and mess around and turn things over a little bit and take over the try to take over try to take over. Ron, I stuff. feel like you you hate a cat in the hat yet that's what you surround yourself. With. What can you do if you are not a cat in the hat? Most other people are. You're a cat in the hat for sure. <laughs> I know that's why I mentioned that. <laughs> Who have we got with us today? It is her uh, pub day. Pub we day. only have Sona. Most se- oh god, I knew it. Sona Movsesian. I'm so Mof-sessian. bad. Sona, I did Movsesian. Hi, is that right? Movsesian. Movsesian. Yeah, you did See? it. You, it took a few tries, but you got there. Sona, Sona Movsesian is here today. Who's yeah. certain to be the New York Times instant bestseller? Pardon me. Oh. Whenever I speak it into an existence on the show, it happens. So far. <laughs> I gotta say, we it's have true. people on this show, and their books skyrocket. Every it has nothing to do with them; on. it has to do with us. Cynthia, oh, okay. Cynthia Dupree Sweeney, New York Cynthia. Times instant bestseller. Jesse Klein, New York Jessie Times Klein. instant bestseller. All of them. Yeah, Sona Movsesian, New York Times instant. Bestseller. I appreciate that, but those women are very talented. Oh, writers. it's not about talent, dear. It's just about how many books you sell. Okay. You wrote. A book. So don't that worry about being in their like league or the being hardest. out of their league. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm definitely out of it, but I'm happy with that. I, the book's called The World's Worst Assistant. Yes, it is. That's it. That's because, oh, and so here comes the cat in the hat nest. Right. Because Sona is the world's worst assistant to Conan O'Brien, who is maybe the world's worst boss. I don't know. We're going to find out by reading the book. He is. <laughs> what's his worst quality? And what's you know, yours? I well, mine I think as an assistant is probably just not really wanting to assist. I just don't want to yeah. do it. I don't want to do this it. Honesty. Yeah. Um, and then uh, his and he worst, keeps paying you more money to stay. You don't want to do it. It's been thirteen years. He's like yeah. a masochist. But yeah. he uh, and then his worst quality is probably just making fun of me all the time. But he's a comedian, so I know that. That's like part of the job. Cutting his teeth. Yeah. 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 He's got a kid. That's a workout for him. He needs to keep his muscles going. The tool shop. Yeah. I think that's what's kept me employed for so long is I'm just like this endless thing of material for him. I just constantly (laughs) do things that he can make fun of. And I think for a comedian, what did did you do most recently that he took you to the mat for? Uh, I think that I, oh, I remember. So I, I, you know, after I had kids, I don't even do a lot of my job anymore. This yeah. guy, David sort of took over <laughs> and then he just does most of it. And so, so great. Recently, but David's not fun, huh? David is so much fun, but he's, he's, uh, you know, he isn't, uh, jaded, I guess. No, I'm not mm-hmm. jaded. He's just, he's a lot more efficient than I am, mm-hmm. but, uh, I still get texts whenever Conan's car, like if he gets a car for traveling and stuff. And so they texted me saying, Hey, we're, we're on our way. And then I texted Conan saying your car's there. So then he looked, he went outside looking for the car and it wasn't there. And I was like, Oh, I meant it's on its way. So he's like, when is it getting here? And I'm like, I think in like a half hour, but he (laughs) lugged all of his luggage. He lugged everything out just to like, go look for this car that wasn't there. Oh, you are a bad assistant. I'm not good i'm yeah. just not very good but i you know i found a way to work the system and i, I think that it, it feels good he for doesn't me. even get mad at you when something like that happens no he makes fun of me oh not rana rana yeah. yeah the only way you know she's mad because she does would never raise her voice she just looks at you and what? not at you what's the you. look can i see the look i can't even do it because i don't have those sort of Superman 2 
female that she's doing it right now. And I'll tell you, I'll wow. tell you, all you want to be, you want to paint yourself in gold and work in Times Square as a statue because that's what you feel like when she does that. <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world. I feel it. And I, I, that's the first time I've ever seen it. And I am terrified right it's, now. It is. It's boot shaking. Talk to me about the book, how it's constructed, how it works, what the situation is. So it is, is it an essay? Is it a toilet book, a book I want to read on the toilet? Yeah, you'll want to read it on the toilet. I wrote a book that I would want to read. So it's, it's, it's. That's a great way to start, by the way. You just threw that away, but it's so true. Write a book that you would read. I I wrote a book that I would want to read. So there's like, when you're, when, when you get to a point where you're like, oh, I've been reading so many words, there's a cartoon and it's my, my husband drew it. And so there's (laughs) illustrations, there's fun little graphs. It's, it's, it's separated into sections of qualities that an assistant should have. So it's like, professionalism and effort. And then there's a a section about stress. And, and then I just tell stories and anecdotes that kind of relate to each of those concepts. And again, there are cartoons and graphs and a lot of pictures and stuff just to fill the space and fulfill the word. How did you get the job? What was the, how did you come to meet Conan? I, you know what? I applied to be a PA on The Tonight Show. I was working at NBC and I applied to be a PA, so like a production assistant. And then yeah. they saw my resume and they were like, oh, she could be Conan's assistant. And so they just sort of took my resume out of the PA pile and put it in the Conan assistant pile. And then it's like a normal job. I interviewed for it and then I had a second interview. Were you nervous when you met him the first time? I was shitting myself. Yeah. I was Isn't that terrified. so funny when you think about it now? He walks into the office like a rooster and you think, what a what a dumbbell. <laughs> and, when you, and when you had the office, when you had the interview the first time, you thought, how could I have a conversation with someone this famous? I That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I remember I, uh, purple is my power color. So I wore a purple. What? What is You're that wearing mean? it now. Is I don't know, but book? I'm here for it. Keep going. Purple is my power. It's my power color. I was this. I competed in speech in high in college, and my coach was like, "Purple is your power color." So all the suits <laughs> I wore were purple, and I became a national speech champion. And I I credit it to the purple because I now, wore was it. Now was this was your like, speech yeah. coach saying purple is your power color, like in in? In a general sense, are you specifically Sona? Purple is Sona's power color. Purple is Sona's power color. You, okay. we all have power colors. How do you someone, determine it? it? You know what it is? It's a color. Mine's leopard. <laughs> leopard is my power color. Right. Yeah. See, I I knew that looking at you. I'm taking yeah. you very seriously. I, see, I don't think I have one. I got to get You do. One. You okay. do. Everyone I think does. navy is your power color, Brian. It might be. It's a color it if you be. wear it often. People are like, you look really good today. I'm going to start paying attention to that. You have So to. how do you pick, how did purple become your power color? And then it we was, have to get to the show because I don't have all day to sit here and listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, It was told to me that it was my power color. And then I realized uh, every time I wore it, things would happen. Like So you wore it to the Conan interview. So I wore purple to my Conan. I wore it to my first interview and my second interview in different variations. Yeah, not the same purple shirt. And both. No. He would no, have no. noticed. Yeah. He would have been like, oh yeah. he would have said, oh she wore the same shirt. Yeah. I, I mean I he doesn't miss like a, a thing. 
No, not Conan no, O'Brien. That's his superpower. No, he so is smart. a walking x-ray machine. And then he takes that x-ray and he puts it into his computer brain. And he spits out the funniest thing he can come up with. <laughs> it's true. And he hits the bullseye pretty much every time. And if every he doesn't time. hit it, he keeps shooting till he yeah. hits it. Icon. Yeah, he yep. does. Yeah, yep. he keeps trying. And then yep. you're like, finally, like, I'm just going to laugh to give this guy some help. <laughs> I gotta say this too about Conan and the whole empire over there is that Conan's one of those people who no so longer funny. has to be fresh. Like he doesn't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? But yeah. he still does. And he that is, is what makes him rise above the rest yes, is he's he not is complacent. an absolute professional yeah. and he's one of the greats. As much he as is. we want to laugh at him, he's absolutely top of his game, one of the greats. And I could sit and have a conversation with him for 17 and a half hours and I wouldn't, it would pass in an instant. Yeah. 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 He, he is. He never punches himself out either. Never gets tired. An endless ball of energy. Constantly in awe of how much effort he puts into things. And I think I am because I don't. Yeah. And he, he's, I mean, this is why he's such a high functioning person. He's just constantly putting a hundred. If he will give as much effort making one person laugh as he will making like 3000 people laugh. I think he just loves the sound of people laughing at things he says and does. And that's. But really, who cares about him? You're a New York Times instant best. Sona Mobsessian's new book is the world's worst assistant. It is out today. Go buy it. Order it. Do whatever you need to do. Now, Sona, on this show, here's what happens. Very desperate, sad, broken people, really. Could we call them broken, Brian? I have another question really quickly. Oh, you don't have to name names, yeah. but has there oh, ever been someone? Oh, okay. I already love it. Whatever. It has is. there ever been a guest? Has there ever been someone famous on the show who treated you like you were their assistant? Treated you like you treat Conan? Oh, <laughs> you know what? There has never been, and the reason is because, and I, I, I wish I could have some goo for you guys and give you some juicy hot goss, but uh, you don't have to name names, but you could give us a few hints. You no, know, we could do a blind everyone's, item. Everyone's been nice to me, and I think it's because Conan's been really Lee. nice to me. I think no. that if if he if he wasn't, there are people who just kind of dismiss me. That's the standard, right? There's people who've dismissed me, but then there's people like who do, who are just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Then there's people who will talk to me like I am on their level. And those people are very special. Uh, so I'm going to say the nice people, okay. and that, those people are uh, Jeff Goldblum. Called God, he's after, like an empath, isn't he? He called after the first time he did our podcast and he called and he called the office line and he's like, I just want to tell you, I had a really great time and that was so much fun and you guys are a really great thing. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, do you want to talk to Conan? And he goes, only if he's available, but if he's not, I just want to talk to you. So let's talk, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the thing. Like he just called to talk to anybody who would pick up. I think if it was an intern, he would talk to them. Wow, oh, that sounds so great. that's a little sad to me. <laughs> you know, he was like, he was a, like he, a lonely he and, person. He and one of the most <laughs> sort iconic of directionless person. <laughs> he was probably yeah. one of the best guest judges on RuPaul's Drag Race. And there was like footage of him after it was over not wanting to leave. Yeah, like that he like, like he what really I'm hearing, likes the yeah. experience. He's, yeah, the by experience the way, being nice paid paid you don't have to say anything, too. Sona. Yeah. Yeah. I only met him once in person and it was like I mean, my basement flooded. Yeah. 
Yes. He is very sexy. He's sexy it. What as is hell. it? What I is don't it? Just is. Know. He's got something. It's the I it factor. He's got the I, it factor. He just the fly walks factor. in and I'm like, oh, why he's am I also, just batting uh, my eyelashes? Yes, mm-hmm. he's very tall. And he's very mm-hmm. fit, also. And the other he, thing he is, is, and looks, he looks you right, right in the at eye. you when he yes. talks to you. Yes. He's yes. the opposite of Rana. Yeah. He makes you melt. Rana makes you freeze. <laughs> he's the opposite of Rana. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. The world assistant out now. Oh yeah, who else was anyone nice? else? Do we who we love? Just I, give names. I mean, Al Franken was always really nice to me, and you know, oh, he's yeah. he's he's very political, but he would talk to me about like Armenian stuff. Like he was wow. very much yeah. involved. Very smart guy. Very smart. And, yeah. he, you know, before he, I even got Conan on the phone, he and I were chatting for about like 15 minutes about just like Armenian stuff. And Are you I was interested like, in Armenia? Not really. Me? Um, I love being Armenian. Um, Have you ever been to Armenia? I, I went with Oh, you Conan. went on the travel we show. Oh, yeah, it. you did a whole thing. But had yeah. you been before that or no? Never went before that. So yeah. the first time I went was with the whitest guy ever and a film crew. So it, I yeah. need to go back. It was so much fun, though. But I, I bet it was. I, I love it. I mean, I'm not as Armenian as I think a lot of people. And I'm sure I've said a lot of things incorrectly. And people are like, how could you say that? But, um, yeah, you know, I am I, I have an an Armenian nose. I have an Arme- I have Armenian hair. I have Armenian boobs. I'm as Armenian <laughs> as it gets. So, <laughs> I have an Armenian name. The like, famous just, Armenian boobs. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm very proud of being Armenian, but I also, uh, I'm not very good at it. I think it's the best way to say it. That's okay. For some yeah. people, it does become an extracurricular activity, being whatever they are, Italian, <laughs> Armenian, Jewish, whatever, yeah. you know. Oh, what's your hobby? Being Jewish. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now listen to me. These desperate people have written in, and we've got to get to this because they're all waiting every week to see, did they do my question? Did they do my question? Are they going to do my question? I I can't. And sometimes they write in and think, if you could answer this right now. And the answer is no, I can't. Okay. Do we think these people really want advice from someone who calls themselves the world's worst assistant? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, Sana also does uh, advice on the podcast. Yes, she, does. Podcast. she does. She yeah. does. She's fabulous. Well, I have I have a series called Sona Fixes Your Life, and yeah. that's when I talk that's when she gives her worst advice. Oh, um, I think it's the best advice, but okay, you know, <laughs> tomato, tomato. I no, literally change people's lives by just answering a single question. So I and you know I did one that's that was. That was a parenting edition because I have kept two humans alive for a year. So clearly Which I'm is a just big an deal. expert at yeah. parenting. Um, and I've only melted down like, I don't know, 150 times. So I'm really <laughs> good at parenting. And uh, yeah, you know, it's I'm so, but, this is my wheelhouse is what I'm trying to say. But they can see that on YouTube. That's on YouTube. That's on, on YouTube. On the Team Coco channel on YouTube, right? Yes. Yeah. Fabulous. Uh Okay, so Brian, do you want to read the first question, dear? I would love to, Rana. Okay, I'd love to listen to you read it. Dearest Rana, <laughs> Brian, and guest, Sona Mosfessian. Oh, it's... Mosfessian. Yes. Sona Mosfessian. Yes. Longtime fan How do you from... say yes in Armenian? Ayo. Ayo. Longtime fan from Jump. <laughs> Okay, so already. From Love jump. you guys. Long time fan from jump. from jump. No time to reread letter. I hate articles. Please <laughs> yeah. help. 
Yeah. And in April, I took a long-awaited post-COVID trip with a close work. Oh, I do. Wha- I always love anything that starts with it's a. This is going to be a word problem, dear. So just get ready. This will be a word problem <laughs> about either how somebody was cheated financially or emotionally by a oh. trip with a. But I gotta say, what's fun is it's a summer question because of a trip. Yeah, but I and do it, these. We get a lot. We get vacation questions. We get birthday right. questions that are just how miffed should I be? Yeah. Oh, am I allowed to be mad? But we'll see yeah. what this is. Yeah. Oh. In April, I took a long-awaited post-COVID trip with a close work friend, and we had a wonderful time. Great. We've been close for a while. However, she has an even closer work friend who is married, so she didn't come on this trip. Okay. What? Wait, what? The other friend is they went on like a girls' singles trip, and the married person didn't come, but they all worked together. I see. Oh. Okay. Let's call I them think. Polly and Keely. Polly and Keely had traveled together in the past. They're closer in age and work closer together and have a strong, independent relationship. What a strange way to describe a friendship. I can't. This is already a mess. I can't wait. I am cool (laughs) with Polly, but much closer to Keely. And we hang out just us. After my fun vacay with Keely, the three of us started planning a vacay for the following year. Okay, so Keely's the person she went on the trip with, and Polly's the one who's married that didn't come on the trip, but Polly and Keely are actually a little closer. They have a strong, independent relationship. In together times, in work times, they're closer, but these guys had a terrific time on this trip. Right. Without Polly. It's time, It's you know what, it's time for Keely to start ranking. Yeah. After my fun vacay with Keely, the three of us started planning a vacay for the following year. I ended up fronting all the costs because Ooh. I had room on my credit cards. Another I fun love, expression. I love that statement. That makes yeah. me, that already sets me on fire with rent. I know what you mean. You I do get that. <laughs> I got paid up front for a lot of it, but some of it still continues to trickle in. I get drinks with Keely and Polly regularly after school. Sometimes their school. age. Okay, school. but they're work friends, but okay. <laughs> So, so maybe one of them is in school. Sometimes their age, I'm younger, makes me feel excluded. Or they're teachers. Or mm, their teachers. Which would be Great even better. work, oh. along with their closer work relationship. I love we often, teacher drama. I do too. We often get drinks, but share an appetizer, which mm. makes it hard to split the check. I'm always, and by the way, if they are teachers, this all extra makes sense because teachers are so underpaid and undervalued yeah. that like yeah. every dollar counts. I am always happy to round up what I owe and add a generous tip. However, many times I feel like one or both of them are a bit cheap when pitching in. I try not to make you think of it. I'm not think of it. I'm not rich, but I don't like nickel and diming and would rather just give a nice tip and go home. Lately, I've been sensing a cheaper vibe from both of them. They're getting out calculators and taking notes on napkins to oh. make sure everything is. <laughs> I love this. Sounds like this trip's going to be a blast. <laughs> I love that they're using technology new and old. Does the iWatch have a calculator function? Because everyone cool. can get one. Of them. The watch doesn't. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rana. By the way, I changed my my wristband because. Um, oh, you're going to love this. Actually, because yours quick. was filthy and needed to go. She thought it was ugly, and then I went in the Apple store here, and I said I need a new watch band, and they go, "Oh, why?" And I showed it to them, and I go, "Because my friend said that she didn't like this one," and they go. Oh, I don't like that one either. What was it? And I was feel like a, a pattern. Well, I threw it right out. It was like a canvas stripe. But all I could think was he was like, and then he goes, I can show you the whole collection of this series. This is that's the last one I would have chosen. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I thought you were gonna laugh about it. And what you're saying is like, she's right. 
you know, she, you shouldn't be friends with someone that great. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, I was right again. <laughs> you were. Honestly, it had been in the back of my head, and I was like, I passed an apple store, and I was like, I'm going to go in and see. And I go, so, my friend said this was ugly. They were like, because it is. Anyway. What color is the one you chose? It's just black now. Oh, okay, but that's not your power color, or is it? No, I don't think so. I don't uh-huh. know what my power color Also, is. you got one that's made of wipeable material. You got the sport band. You didn't get the... um. Whatever that what? other one I mean, was. Who are you talking to? The other one was sort of a canvas, like a, like a it was like a velcro. Or, it was, it was like, something it that was you, like the key you could work that, out, and it was just going to hold all the sweat. It wasn't wipeable. Oh, it was like yeah. a, it was like a. Okay, you know what, Sona? It wasn't moisture wicking. No, it was made of the material. Not that, like a luggage. Oh. I mean, I guess I do have it right here. Bag. Do you want to see it? I thought you threw it out. No, I didn't. I'm, I'm intending to throw it out. It's by the trash can, but it's right Let's there. Let's get back. Oh, it's you're intending to, but you can't let go of it for You know what? Reason. Fuck it. We're going to keep going with this question. This is crazy. <laughs> it looks like sauna. It looks like a seatbelt. Okay. Why do I keep saying like sauna instead of sauna? I don't it know It doesn't why. matter. I know what you mean. Sona, it looks Rana. like a seatbelt. Yes, that's exactly why. Yeah. Uh, sauna, it looks like a seatbelt. Ah. Mm. Uh. I mean, you know what's funny a is Velcro seatbelt. I feel like when, I'm not being portrayed in the right light here. When you when you said the Apple employees agreed with you, it was like when I went to the DMV to upgrade my license, I was like, I really think I need a new picture. And she looked at my old license and she's like, Oh my God. Yeah, you do. <laughs> anyway, okay. Can we get back to the letter? Yeah. Lately, I've been sensing a cheaper vibe from both of them. They're getting out calculators and taking notes on, my, on napkins to make sure. Ugh. They're getting out chalk and doing it on chalkboard. They're getting out an abacus, taking out <laughs> notes, taking notes to na- on napkins to make sure everything's even. Scratching it into the table. Correct. Stra- scratching it yeah. into the boulders. Yeah. I am not interested in going on vacation. It looks like people. a far side cartoon. This, that's, how <laughs> I'm, that's how I'm picturing this drink. <laughs> totally tablets and oh i forgot about the far side yeah fabulous i'm not interested in going on vacation with people who are gonna this be is like three this. female dinosaurs with bows in their hands sure. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last time i told them as much excuse me I'm not interested in going on vacation with people who are going to be like this. Oh, last I, time I told I bet them that much. went over great. I yeah. can't wait. To, yeah. Hence, World My question War Three. Is, why does it's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, yeah that's a wild thing. Wait, to say I to missed somebody. it. Wait, what did she say? Sorry. She said, "I'm not interested in going on people who are going to be like this, aka cheap and calculators and napkins." Oh. And the last time, and last time, I told them as much. Hence, World Uh-oh. War Three. Wow. It was a group text and two separate private texts, and it was clear they were teaming up against me, talking about me, and they continued to refer themselves as the royal we. I don't know if I want to go on this vacation with these two girls. They mm. know I feel ganged up on. However, they still text back as we. I've tried to set a date to have an in-person talk, and they are sketchy at best. I may very well lose out on money if I bail and want to go to Aruba for a week, but I'm scared to be the odd man out. Should I give it time as this trip is in April? Next April? Or get the F out as soon as possible. I'm an easygoing person and can bring books and have fun on my own, but I'm afraid I will be kind of miserable being the odd man out. I'm what afraid you steps? might be. Mm-hmm. Do I cut and run or write it out or be the bigger person? I don't know that you started as the bigger person. Thanks in advance if you answer <laughs> my question. I adore the both of you and take your advice as non-religious gospel. All the love. Ashley, P.S. These bitches don't listen, so use my name. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Wow. wow. Said the wow. bigger person. Said the wow. big, yeah, said the bigger person, exactly. What do you Sona. think, dear? 
I see. You know what? Uh, that actually reminded me. I I went on a trip with someone I had an like I was not on good terms with. It was yeah. her and another friend of mine who I was on good terms with. Mm-hmm. And I think we both just sucked it up because we but we went to Hawaii and we both just really wanted to have fun. So yeah. we were like, drama aside, let's do Hawaii. But but you had one is, friend that you both got along with, right? Yes, it exactly. was a triangle. It wasn't uh, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go on a trip, especially with two cheap bitches. I don't want to go on a trip with like two people who I might have to pay for who I don't even really like. But it's all on her credit card. Ah, she can she find two other people? Why can't we find two other? Why does it have to be Polly and Keely? Right. I do think it's strange for people to fine if you're nickel and diming at a restaurant. I think that shit's annoying too. Mm-hmm. I just think split the bill or one of you pay for the bill. Yeah. And then, because it sounds like you do this a lot after school or after work or whatever. So like, just rotate. Or if they all do this, then that's fine. Everybody, if they're teachers or whatever they are and that people can't, you know, it's really sort of important to them. They're really thinking about, this gives people sure. a lot of anxiety. They're really thinking about how much they have to spend, what their drink budget yeah, is. Yeah, that's They true. always get a beer but instead of getting a But my point is, if you're going out three times that's a what week, they can just rotate it. Yeah. But or just everyone say, I pay for what I get. And we can, yeah. and if we split something, we'll split it. But and then everybody the just has to do that. It just needs to be clear if it isn't already. But yeah. it doesn't make them cheap. No. If they can't afford more than what they they're not ordering more than they can afford and they're not paying for it. They That's have different. their own budgets. And so You're right. they these people are not very young. These people are 26. Oh, oh these people are 26 years old. I got to say though, you're going are. on a three-person vacation and you're the one who's not doing it and there are two that are. So, I think it's very difficult for you to say like both of you do it my way. And I'm not going to go on a trip. I'm not going to watch you split drinks like this and go on a vacation with you if you're going to be that cheap. It's not a very nice thing to hear. Well, I also think it just makes it, it, it's, it, there's a difference between, okay, we have an agreement that we're going to be splitting the bill. But then if somebody's also feeling like they're being taken advantage of, which I think Ashley does feel like she's being taken advantage of, like if you're paying for people and then they're just kind of, allowing you to contribute more and not saying anything or not appreciating it. I don't know. Yeah, I would get, I would sucks. get pretty frustrated I think too. Her problem is that she has a different attitude towards the tip. Mm. Maybe she was a waitress at some point. I don't know, but that she, they want to leave 15% and she doesn't want to be the person that walks out of the restaurant having given a $10 tip to the waitress. And she wants to give another 10 bucks. And that's always a terrible feeling. And that you, Sometimes you go back, it becomes a whole thing. You pretend right. to go oh, back. Oh, I need to use the oh, bathroom. I forgot yeah. something and you leave another five bucks, whatever it is. And that's hard when you travel with people or you go out with people that don't share your idea about how it goes because you start to feel like the weight is getting short shrift in some way. Yeah. But really what happened here is that you decided to set a bomb off. Really no one knows why you did that. I mean, I have to be on. I'm not saying that I agree with the way that they conduct themselves, but if you don't like hanging out with them, then don't. Mm-hmm. But instead, what you did was insult them. And everyone has a different idea about how everyone has crazy hangups about money and sex and whatever else. And that's what that's what life is, is that people have different ideas about this. And hopefully in those different 
components of your life, you find people that are on the same page as you. And a lot of times you don't when you're out in a group and people are young. And I'll tell you where you really don't find it is on vacation with people mm. who don't share that same idea as you and who want to say, well, let's take a taxi for $2 less to the airport instead of just getting a car that picks us up and drops us off at the place that we want to go to. Or, And they are entitled to take that taxi and to be cheap about two bucks if they want to, but you're just not going to mesh and it's going to create this extra stress. But I have to say, I wasn't there for the conversation. I don't know how it went down. You're very light on the details there. Sounds like you were rude to them and offended them, to be honest. Mm. Instead of just saying, uh, finding another way around it, either that I don't want to go to drinks anymore after work, or if we do drinks, let's just agree that we all split it and we all do our own tips and, you know, we don't have to, you know, instead of trying to make everybody get on your page, just stay on separate pages. But that does not happen on a girl's trip to Cancun or Hawaii, wherever they go. Because Aruba, yeah, because then it becomes... I got this round of drinks. You got that round of drinks. Well, when I did it, I tipped 40 bucks. Well, they don't. They may not I tip also at have all. To say, and this is a very young person's mistake, I think, which I think you're right, Rana. They probably are in their 20s or something. When you put something big on your credit card that other people are going to pay for, the, the exact answer you don't give is, or the, the exact thing you don't say is, just pay me back whenever. Mm, if yes. you don't mean that. Yeah. You have to say and be honest and kind about like, I am putting this all on my credit card. I do need it paid back by this date or what's a pay thing that works for you. And when you grow up like that, this just happens and it's, it's not a big deal, but, but just pay me back whenever, when you don't mean it is just your first building block of huge resentment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would find out when this, if this trip is cancelable, when it's cancelable by et cetera, et cetera, because personally I would not take this trip. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, and what you're going to do is spend the next nine months, how many, however many months it is until April. It's a while. Uh, thinking about the stress, how stressful the trip is going to be. Are we going to get along? Are we not going to get along? Da, 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 da. It sounds like things took a turn. I mean, look, I don't know the nature of these text conversations. I think you probably insulted them. I think you could probably say, you know, hey, I thought about what I said and I could see how that might be taken, you know, that maybe I was a little rude. And, and probably at the end of the day, we just have different ideas about things. And I probably could have handled that differently and I'm sorry. And they might say, well, thank you for saying that. Or they might say, you're stupid and you smell. <laughs> or whatever version of that that is, which is, you know, I'm made of rubber, you're made of glue, and I hope you fall into a ditch or, you know, whatever people say who don't want to make up with people. And that's fine. But the next thing I would say is, mm, maybe this trip isn't a great idea. After mm -hmm. I took got all of the information about what it was going to cost and not cost and da, 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 whether it's transferable, if you can invite other people on the trip that you've paid for, pardon right. me, or not, whatever you said, the costs are trickling in. I don't know if that means they keep paying you as you keep planning things, or if it means that this big lump sum is sitting on your credit card, which by the way, uh, means that it's gaining interest as it's sitting there. So I yeah. don't, you know, if you're not paying it off. So it's costing you 
to be the holder of this trip, I would guess. Um, get the details, but I think the trip's off. I do. I do too. It, I do too. And it I think you're right. I think already. she should apologize. Apologizing is so hard, isn't it? Oh my God. The worst. It It's hard at first. And then when you do it more, you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. I, yeah. I used to have a hard time apologizing and admitting mm-hmm. that I was wrong, especially when I first started working for Conan. And now I'm like, sorry, I did it. It's my fault. Sorry. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's super not, well, not so much sue me, but also like it's a, it's so much easier to own up to it and apologize. Because then it's yeah. over and, and like everyone can done. move on. And from most that, people are really genuine. nice and appreciative if you like acknowledge your, you said something wrong or you spoke out of turn or something or you did something wrong. They'll, they'll, right. Or they'll, you, they'll you know, your boss you. of 13 years who's incredibly famous, not supposed to carry his own bags or wait out on the street. Yeah, if yeah. he has to wait out, you know, if you just sort of don't pay attention, don't care. And he waits right. outside for the car that's not sure. coming for him. Right now. now. Yeah. Then it becomes yeah. funny. Like when do we all, when, when can we <laughs> laugh about it? Right. Isn't that funny? The image of Conan O'Brien taking out heavy bags and just sitting there. Oh, I bet he thought it was. I think it probably is to everyone but him. (laughs) And I and I bet I thought it was so funny that he didn't have a clean shirt to change into that was in his bag after he's schwitzed all over. Picturing him standing out there looking for a car all by himself. (laughs) Oh man, that was a gift for me. But it is true that in this life we do things wrong sometimes, and it doesn't mean that your intention was a cruel one or anything else. Find an apology that you can live with. Not to mention, though, also with this, definitely apologize, but yeah. also- But you don't have to grovel. No. no. but it sounds like they're sort of groveling, too. I mean, how many com- text conversations can you have about you saying that? Yeah. Like, they just keep talking about it? That's let's weird, too. Let's move on. Let's, well, let's it's move moved, on. Yes, but it's moved into, it's now moved into character indictment territory. Totally. She's the kind of person who, can you believe she said that to us? And she also, attacked us. I mean, you called them cheap. Cheap people really don't like to be called cheap. No, no, yeah. they don't. They People that do aren't not. cheap are astonished if someone calls them cheap. And I want to make it People clear that, that someone cheap being cheap is across every cheap. socioeconomic bracket. Yes, absolutely. There are obvious. Some of the wealthiest people in the world are also the cheapest. And yeah. some of the people that have no money uh, are the most generous. And yeah. so this is the thing. I mean, we're talking about five bucks. We're talking it's, about five it is million. Sort bucks. of a character thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. but you called them cheap. No one likes to be called cheap. No. Especially if they are. And maybe they're not. Maybe they're just on a budget, but then maybe they need to go to drinks once a week. Have one less drink. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But also, it's tricky because it's workplace stuff. But the only way you're going to get past this nonsense is if you say, you know, I thought about it. And I didn't really need to say that to you. And Mm -hmm. it probably wasn't nice to hear it. And I'm sorry. And then it's over. And if they decide to say, but, 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 you say, right. I, I apologized. I, I acknowledge what I did and I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. But, 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 same, same answer, same answer. Not I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Yeah. So our friend, he has a little work to do. I have bad news for her. She's got to go do all the math on that tablet, on That's that right. abacus to find out get. how much of the trip they can get back, et cetera, et cetera. And who oh, knows? Isn't that the worst? But after the apology, you might be back on track. But I'll tell you this. The money thing is still going to be the same on the trip. So mm-hmm. if that really drives you crazy, then forget about yeah. the trip. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know? I mean, but if it doesn't, canceling is the worst. Yeah, but you if can you can find, it. if you can, if you apologize and everybody moves forward, then, but I'll tell you another thing. Three is not a great number for no. young girls. It no. just isn't. Three is not a winning combination. Two people on a trip, very nice. You had a wonderful time with you, with the one you already know you can travel with. She should travel with her. You should travel with her. The three of you shouldn't travel together. You don't really like Polly. That's the truth. That is, that is true. Yep. And you're right about the three. I, d- I never thought about it, but yeah. we need to go even if we're going to go travel. No, because like with two three, or four. Three, there's a, everybody, there's a day where you're on one person's side and a day when you're on someone else's side. And it just, or where they're the, if they're the kind of people that gang up, their alliances are shifting all the time oh, yeah. and they become one person and it's absolute BS. And then they just will say they don't want to do things just because you want to do them. You'll say, should we go check out that cathedral? And they'll say, no, you can go if you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were two people, they might say, yeah, okay, we could do that. If you don't mind, we like go to a nightclub after or something. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, sure. It's too many people to negotiate with. Yeah. Uh, dear Ronna and or Brian and or esteemed guest, who by virtue or... of your placement here, I can assume to be a trusted source of wisdom. Oh, well, well, well. How true they are. I hope to be taken (laughs) seriously, but also please do roast my situation. It is absurd. Okay. My husband of 15 years died in September. Hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. It was a complicated and not particularly healthy relationship. After trying to make it work for years, I had finally moved out to a place very nearby so we could easily co-parent our daughter, who is now 10. I loved our tiny little home together and I loved being physically free of my bad marriage with the daughter. Okay. Then he got sick and we moved back in so I could take care of him at home during his final months with the support of a great hospice team. He was a good dad, but I always thought he was more of a grandpa figure to her. I was his second marriage and he also had two adult children, has two adult children. They live far away and they are kind of my, and they are kind to my 10 year old daughter when they see I can't read. They live far away (laughs) and they are kind to my 10 year old daughter when we see each other, which is about once a year. My family also lives very far away. The pandemic shrunk our community. Our three closest friends with kids moved away. These days, it seems like all we have is each other. My daughter wants a sibling or siblings so badly. She's bored and lonely in this little world of ours. I am too. I am 44 years old and still totally presentable. Congratulations. I am ready for my next relationship. It's a very debutante thing to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very presentable. I am ready for my next relationship and I can't help but think I could optimize this effort. Is it crazy to filter my dating profile towards men who have children with the goal of assembling a blended family? If not, how should I go about it? Help me find a ready to wear husband and siblings for my only lonely child. Not signed. Hmm. Does she not want to have any more of her own with someone it, who doesn't have kids? I'm not getting the feeling that she wants to be pregnant. That is not the feeling I'm getting from this letter, uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that that's an obviously an <clears throat> okay way to filter. I would just also say that your daughter will probably be the happiest if you're happy. So I wouldn't necessarily go looking for something that suits 
her needs over yours. Um, yeah. Because I think a happy home is probably the most important thing. And, uh, you know, I, I but I don't have any I, – I personally don't think there's anything wrong with you trying that and seeing – seeing what happens but also you that that it's all everything about dating is a crapshoot you can meet yeah. someone with your kid that is mean to your daughter yeah you, can, you know what i mean like you nothing's yeah, a, a guarantee point. so i don't know i wouldn't be i wouldn't be so limited as to say i'm only looking for someone with a child for my daughter i would because your daughter's going to be happy if you're happy that that's that sort of sets the tone that's so true i think that i I just thought about right now if I had to go back out there date in the dating pool and I'm like, I'm so rusty. I don't know what I would do. I used to crush it. You guys, I was out there just crushing it. I would go up to guys. I was, I was on fire, but then also I was dating a lot of turds. So my picker was off, but I think that, um, if I had to go back out there and I wanted someone with a kid who is a guy, I mean, don't we go to school? Is it weird to prowl schools? Oh, I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do think that's very bad advice. Is it okay? Yeah. That's bad advice. Sorry. Okay, let's rewind. All right, yeah. don't don't. I do prowl think schools. that's. I think it's strange. I think it's creepy, and I think it, any guy that's by picking the way, up their kid from school doesn't have weird. a job. It would you have know, been less weird if you had chosen different languages. I was going to say it was the prowl schools part that I understand yeah. now. Hearing it back yeah. was like, problematic, but I'm no, not talking so about good. the students. I was no. talking about the parents. Of I think men meet that someone are at the, your child's school. Men that are picking the yeah. children up from school don't have jobs. That's what I'm going to say about that. Either that or they're right. Well, they, so they might if be you working go out from home writer, now, Lana. Yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. but they could also be in a similar situation. They could be a widower. They could be divorced. Yeah. But prowling schools, the way I worded it, I do hear it now. And that was problematic. I think if, yeah, you're right, Brian. I think you're right. You can't base it on what your daughter wants because it's so hard to just find a normal person as is. Mm. And if you're already limiting that to people who already have kids, I mean, what if their kids suck? Well, the funny thing about, the funny thing about this is that a lot of people aren't open to dating people that have kids. And this is exactly what most people need to be open to who generally are divorced. In this case, you're a widow, but this is the reality is that the person that can understand your life is probably a person who is divorced and has kids. And that that is the person who will understand that you need to say, can we look at this month and just figure out which nights we're going to see each other Mm -hmm. so that they can say, yes, well, I have my kids. Thursday to Saturday. So let me know what you've got, you know, Sunday to Wednesday, but I have a work thing on that Tuesday. So I can do Monday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is what happens with people who start dating, who have kids that are older. Mm-hmm. And so I actually think it's very refreshing to someone to hear, oh, it's not undesirable that I have children. So if you want to filter, if you can, if that's a filter on these apps, I don't know. If the filter is, has children, I don't think that's strange at all. But I think that that is sort of the beginning and the end of where the sort should happen. Right. Because then you, as Brian is saying, you have to just take everyone as what they are. And that just because you want to blend your family and have this idyllic idea of that doesn't mean that this wonderful person who you meet that their children are going to feel the same way. But the most important thing is just probably trying to get out there and also finding a way to, maybe you need to be on two kinds of apps at the moment, not dating, 
A but you can app. You sort of need a matchmaker. School, an app called School it's, Prowler. It's called Field. <laughs> that's the Thruple app. Field. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, you need to be finding a way to put yourself in situations where you and your daughter can meet other families. So if the school is having an event or if sure. she has some kind of an extracurricular, that you can meet someone who it doesn't matter if they're, you know, the parents are married or not married. You know, it's not, you don't have to, the the romantic relationship and your desires, daughter's need for company don't have to overlap each other. You need to be on the search for two things right now. Someone who completes your family in its current form, whoever that person is, and a little bit more companionship for your daughter who is, you know, lost three friends during the pandemic. That's very tough. I also have to say like, everything you've written to us, like, I don't know, it's sort of heartbreaking to know that you had a really complicated relationship with someone and saw him through the end. I mean, that's a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I don't know. I, I, I know this will work see, out for you and I hope it does. Yeah. She seems in shape for a new beginning too, though. Yeah. It's very, and these ma- endings make do. for great beginnings. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So I would say don't necessarily get those Y's crossed and that your first concern should probably be that your daughter has some, uh, social Annabelle life. Doll. Oh. An Annabelle doll, yeah, or a American Girl doll <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. talks, it doesn't exactly. talk, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, made of some sort of eco-text fabric, uh, I don't know how oh, it works, nice. but the, uh, oh, you could get one of those Japanese dolls, I really don't know. Yeah. But, you know, just a friend <laughs> that just sits in the corner. And, AI. You know, another AI. person, yeah. <laughs> but a robot dog, maybe. But uh, but actually, a dog isn't a bad idea either if you don't have one because everybody wants to talk to two cute girls that have a dog. That's say that. true. Two cute girls with a Good cute dog. Point. Go prowl the uh, dog parks. And That's okay. That you can That's prowl. Totally yeah, okay. you and can also prowl that. Uh, the dog. Your daughter's serotonin will go right through the roof with a with a puppy in the house or that a dog would be in the house. Fun. I mean, that's maybe everybody needs a new place to put their love. Maybe yeah. this love vacuum needs to be replaced a little bit with a new creature and that that's going to bring a new energy into the house. But I would say that these are two directives that you have here and that one may very well lead to the other. I like yeah. That. That's nice. All right. We have one more question here, Sona. You ready? Nice. I am having so much fun listening to these. This has been a delightful episode thus far. You're, you're, this has been just been, it, I feel like we've known each other a long time. It just feels cool and cash. I'm right. having cash. a pretty good time. You know what, Rana? <laughs> Hi, Rana. Ah, uh, who included this? What's this, just for me? I don't know. It starts, Hi, Rana. Should we leave? Comma. <laughs> Hi, Rana. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Listening. Purple. How's Ask Ryan and how's Ask Rana and coming, Rana? Did you wow. able to get the? Um, <laughs> wow! I told you, you to I didn't want to make. I told you, <laughs> struck a nerve. I didn't want to make that kind of commitment. Okay. Well, either yeah. is this person, so maybe you could yeah. ha- do if a podcast I get with Ask them. Rana.com, which I can't get because the other Rana won't give yeah. it to me. Sona, you should know that she can't get askrana.com. She won't so sell I suggested it to me. And Brian, it's very important. She, do she doesn't want to sell it to me because her email's on it. So she's Who's she Rana? just wants to be Rana at askrana.com. Some other she Rana. Doesn't, she doesn't want to have to be Rana at gmail.com. She wants to be Rana at askrana.com. Oh, but, come on, other Rana. Yeah. 
Just now she's stop. got her No lunch. one's asking you anything. Well, she's because a real Rana. That's is the what situation I'll say. that <laughs> Ask Rana and Brian is too long of a domain name? Because it could just be Ask A and B. Ask Rana and, you know? Is it an ampersand oh. or is it the word and or is it the letter it's N? The word I'm Brian. open to any. It's the word Brian. And then your your name is spelled with a Y, right? Yeah. I mean that that that'll throw people off. You then you have to buy Ask Rana and you Brian. Know what? Oh, I won't buy the misspelling. With a y, That's the, that is and on then them. you have to have it redirected <laughs> Redirect. to the Y. I wouldn't it's true. do it. You're right. They Actually, can't I spell see the point. not invited. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, right. dear. Keep reading. Here we go. Hi, Rana. Hi. New to your show, but I'm quick to fall in love. I am a working mom with a six-month-old, and I'm thrilled to have found a thoughtful advice podcast that has joy, levity, and common sense to a day often filled with the mundane and insane. Hmm. Cool. Do you ever hear another voice on this podcast, writer? (laughs) My question for you is about how to handle a recent interaction I had with my mother-in-law. I'm on her Uh side. On a long, long drive back from a family vacation with my husband and son, we all stopped at a busy rest stop for a bathroom break. Delicious. She and I entered our. St- <laughs> she and I entered our stalls at the same time. Me too. I literally can smell it. I literally can smell. It. I can feel my shoes sticking to the floor. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is sensory experience in in one of these rest mm-hmm. stops. She and I entered our stalls at the same time. Cute. I finished my business first and headed to the sink to wash my hands. When washing up, my mother in law walked out of the stall, skipped the sink, and exited the washroom. Ah. <gasps> I was disgusted and also alarmed because she's traveling with other people, including an infant, and this behavior is highly unsanitary. Uh, I left the washroom and asked why she didn't wash her hands. She responded, my hands get very dry. uh, I explained if she's going to be around Ezra, she has to wash her hands after the bathroom. She complied without a fuss. This is not the first time I've seen her do this, but it is the first time since having my son. mm. Her behavior makes me question her habits around my son and her ability to make good judgments when watching him. How would you advise me to handle her future visits? I can't be with her when she's in the bathroom, obviously. I want to impress the importance of this onto her while keeping my child safe. I also worry that her behavior is unlikely to change. Thanks for your advice. Sincerely, disgusted. Wow. Well, here's what I want to say in defense of myself and mother-in-law. Mm, wow. Okay. But, uh, oh, boy. Are you not a hand washer? Absolutely. After you I'll tell you. Coming. I'll tell you this. Wow. I'll tell you. This is what I do at a rest stop. I do not wash my hands after. I sanitize my hands with my hand sanitizer after. I'm not interested in touching a sink in a bathroom stall. So I'm a sanitizer at public Why restrooms. don't you wash them and then sanitize? Oh. Wow. Lay off your mother-in-law. That's my advice. <laughs> of course I'm a hand washer. But at a rest stop, I'm not going to even touch anything. No. But I, you had to touch the door to get in the door. What are you using, your I, foot? With my elbow or my foot. Uh, I don't touch anything. How do you lock the stall? I don't. How do you flush? Oh, I, no, I can't go number two in a bathroom. In a, uh, well, in a I don't bathroom. care. What about if you're peeing in a stall? You, why are you using no, the urinal? No, I just leave the door open and I stand up. Do you flush oh, with your foot? So Isn't it I flush with my foot. I flush with my foot. Oh, the urinal? Oh, no, I can't do I, My legs don't go up that high. Yeah. So you yeah. have to touch the urinal handle. No, Use a lot of elbow. them. Okay, ladies. Do I know more about urinals or do you? Oh, I mean, we're asking. I, I'm, I'm curious them, to learn about how do men pee? Most of them are no longer flushable. They just do it automatically? Exactly. And or they're now considered like eco-conscious. And so they just, the pee just accrues until it doesn't. 
I'll be throwing up now if that's all right with it. Where's the pee going? It goes, it it like absorbs into like whatever's either a trough or or absorbs into something. That. So, so actually, it's very, very, it's very, very rare that you would actually have to flush a urinal. Mm. More importantly, let's get back to the part where you don't wash your hands. Okay. Rana, yeah. I do wash. How you know about what? at the airport when you're Sorry, traveling with me? I do. Okay, yes, I do wash my hands at the airport. I you're do. lying, right? But, now no, I'm not lying. because you don't. There's not a door you have to go out of. I do wash my hands at the airport. So there's every a time. sliding scale of dirty bathrooms. Yes, but I sanitize my hands. I don't know, but I want to. I want you to. I want wash you to them, wash though. and then sanitize. Yeah, let's. Co- oh, we should do that. Can I just make it clear to everyone that I wash my hands? I wash yeah. my hands. Not okay? all the time. Mostly. Yeah. Well, you and the mother-in-law. I will wash my hands at anyone's house. I do wash my hands at an airport restroom because you don't have to touch the sink. Well, They're so automatic. how could someone talk to someone like you about this and get you to change your habits? I would fly off the handle. Uh-huh. But also, we're so talking about answer a, this. a six-month-old baby. <laughs> I mean, during I get why. During a pandemic. Why, during, I get why she's so nervous about this and I get it and I I'm not agree the one with her. This. You all should if, answer this one. If you see somebody who <laughs> handles your tiny little baby and they didn't wash their hands after they peed. I yeah, just, that's gross. I don't, I don't want that to happen. If you come, if you come over to my house and you like first pee thing you and say then you is don't wash your hands, wash yep. your hands. But then what if she goes to the bathroom while, you know, she's there and you're, you're not sure if she like, no matter what happens from this point on, she will never be sure if her mother-in-law washed her hands. She and then wasn't you just, sure before. But you have to. She said that she's seen her do this before. And the mother-in-law's answer was, my hands get dry. She does not like to wash her hands. She yeah, doesn't if that was her, her answer especially, she's she the kind of person who thinks hands. that her hands get washed when she does the dishes. No. I don't want her touching my baby. I don't blame she's you. She's not. Actually. She's not welcome to my house. And I love. I want to make it clear that I love the ritual of washing your hands. I'm not even kidding. I mm. love to wash my hands. Mm. I just like to sanitize my hands if I'm in a restaurant. Well, I do think hand sanitizer is the only solution here, which is that. My, excuse the pun. Or the double entendre. Oh, that's cute. I suppose. Mm. That's cute. I like uh, that. that it's the only solution in the sense that. You have to you have to put a hand sanitizer on the changing table, on the this table, on the that table, and say, uh, when she comes into the house, I hope you say to people, wash your hands before you touch the baby, which is, of course, what you have to say. And if they don't like it, they can go. That's A. Yeah. Uh, but if not, because you can't avoid this moment where she goes to the bathroom and doesn't wash her hands unless you're literally counting the pumps of gel that come out of the- Or listening to the sink. So. Yeah. Yeah, listening well, to the sink. But I wouldn't put it past this mother to, to turn just on flip the it sink. on. <laughs> no, that's who she is. I'm telling you. This well, is a battleground for her. This is not uh this is a thing. She doesn't wash her hands. Do we passive aggressively gross. buy her hand lotion? Is I that- think you also I think you set up a station that is hand sanitizer and hand lotion. And you say, uh, well, the lotion, I personally would not want the lotion on the person's hands that was touching the baby because I don't want it all over the baby. But you could put it by the front door and say, and Joanne, I even got you the lotion that you like and I'm leaving it by the front door. But I think your only solution is hand sanitizer. When someone touches, changes the baby, plays with the baby, they need to take a pump. A pump. Hand and talk about drying your hands out. I'd much rather wash my yeah, hands. Yeah, it's all alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
I feel like we... I I was portrayed in a very bad light on this question. I do. Oh, no, definitely. I but so. it was you're you not the who only was doing the portraying. There's no question about it. Oh, mm. I was going to say you're not the only one who doesn't. I I do. I don't. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're, yeah, I know. We know you wash it. You seem like a clean person. But I, I will also... say, in fairness to Brian, there are situations in which you think, I just need to get out of this space. Yes. And then exactly. once I get out of this space, I mean, I would encourage Brian to also pack a wipe, not just a hand sanitizer. Like a wet so one. I want something wet to happen to your hand before, Fair. after you've gone to the bathroom. I just do. Fair. I so, get it. Yeah, I think that that's, that's fine. But I do think that this mother-in-law, this is a little, this is a little quirk of hers, and it's what she thinks. And she thinks everyone's obsessed with washing their hands. And I don't like to ruin my manicure because everyone knows. I bet she has nice nails. That water is the enemy of a manicure. It's the mortal enemy, <laughs> in the way that the moth is why the it breaks enemy. it down more. Kind yeah, of. but we're wiping vaginas. I mean, I get it if you're like, if but you're it's shaking vagina, a penis, so but it's, it's dirty. Right, uh, yeah, but like you're getting in there. I, you know, I say something Everything else? from everywhere. The door handle, I, the this, the that. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what people should be doing? Because boys or people with penises touch their penises when they pee, generally. I, I, I do, was, yeah. Do they? This yeah. is they, interesting for me to know. They generally do. I'm not sure because I've yeah. never had this. Convers- they generally do. Conversation about and they've got to control it somehow. Yeah, I think yeah. actually boys and people with penises should wash their hands before they go to the bathroom because you're about to touch your privates. Interesting. Oh, well, I'm not even going to weigh in on that. Wow, you I just don't. blew my mind because you I, do touch your penis, and like, what if you're going to meet up with someone who's going to put their mouth on it? Exactly. Well, no, now you're talking about washing your penis. That's another story. He's talking about washing his hands, not his penis. Because well, I don't need to wash my penis. Wrong well, I hope you've washed it. I mean, when I shower. Day. At I'm, least once a day, I hope you wash I do, it. But, I do. Uh, in any event, <laughs> this has taken a turn. It I has. Know. I'm, this I is so the moment. Questions. This is the moment in our program. Oh if you have gosh, more questions for Brian, you can ask them now. He can answer all questions about men. I, I, oh yeah, I, this is the bro, the bro part of the show. Yeah, the bro. Yeah, I, I. There's just I just the have reason like you a hold it of, is because you have to aim reason, it. You have to aim, and when it's when the PP is ending its like lifespan, oh, it, it dribbles. You know, can dribble, so you don't yes. want it to dribble on you. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that uh, that you have this question, and you have two sons. I will. I say have that. two little boys yeah. who have. So you definitely should get off this. Figure it out before they but, start. They're, they're not using right? urinals, are they? No, they're <laughs> they're barely one. Yeah, but I just don't even know. Like, if they need, to, do I carry them up and then they hold their little penises to pee? And uh, you know, how do you get them right. to aim? Why, if men are holding their penises, do they always pee? Oh on, well, the first thing you have to know is that men place? truly don't care about. Well, that's a peeing. good question. Just why that do it they doesn't pee get on all them. over the place, Brian. Yeah, because they don't give a that? shit. They're not paying attention to that. They're thinking about oh look 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 here's the but there's a there's a mound I want to oh. get in one of those things. You know That's what, what it is? Doing. They don't worry about the last shake. They like to do a shake and the shake gets all of it. They do, but nobody yeah. the guys don't care at all about a. I mean, when disgusting. was the last time you saw? It's like it's like they don't clean up after themselves. It's like, it goes with all of it. There's so. nothing yeah. more disgusting to me than a men's room. It doesn't matter how it long the line is at the women's it's room. Disgusting. I will not use the men's. Room. I don't blame no, you. No, dis- one one person that I knew back in school 
he was a teacher and he would put one arm on the wall and the other behind his back when he peed. Not that I, know I a lot watched of people him. who do this. How do you I know why people, does this happen? I know people. The guys, I, would, the guys in our class would mimic him all the time. I've seen people literally lean against the wall, almost like they're going to take a nap with why like their hand this, in their elbow while they're at the urinal. Why do they do it? I guess because they think it's boring. Or they, or they protect, <laughs> they don't want to see the other person. No, I don't think it's that. They're bored. Oh, I think it's because they're bored. It's seconds. It's yeah. seconds. We oh should have asked God. Conan these questions when he was on. I guess we yeah. forgot. Yeah, he really would have had something to say about all of this. I know. Yeah. Brian, this is the Pat and show. It is. What, what part? Okay, so it's the end, which means no, no Sona, it's a good thing. Or oh, well, this part's fun. This part's People fun. are gonna I'm receive two things today. The, whoever the winner is today, and by the winner I mean the loser, of course. Sure. They, uh, they're going to get uh, Sona's book, a copy of Sona's book, but they're also going to get something else. So explain to her how it works, dear. Yes. Okay. So we go, we, I do a quick recap of the three questions that we just answered. And we, from our hearts, decide who deserves a little something special. One of these letter writers. It's non-transferable, meaning the, the person we're giving it to is the letter writer. It's not for like, the daughter. Right. It's not take, for like the sister, the oh, brother. Here's an them. Applebee's gift card to take the teachers out. No. That's usually what we give. Yeah. So will we be giving something to? Who, which one? In and your it's whoever you have like? a feeling for. It doesn't have to yeah, be who's the saddest be, or the happiest. No. or the Yeah. Just whoever sparked, you know, your yeah. empathy. Should it be uh, the gal with the cheap friends who wants to go to Aruba? And again, no. that's the letter writer. Should it be the the uh, widow with the with the daughter who's looking for a new mate, or should it be the person whose mother in law isn't washing her hands? I am gonna have to, even though I learned the most from from the third one, I mm. will say the second one just because I I just think she's going through a lot, and I think it'll be nice for her to get a little something extra. So what's something, okay, I just had a little shtetl moment about what we're going to give her, Brian, but I want to see what okay. you're going to say. I agree. You agree on that one, but what are we going to give her? Do you have any oh, ideas? What? I had a little idea, but I have Go for it. No, no, no. I don't actually. So, so okay. let's. We're going to give her from, well, I don't know how much of this thing that I'm thinking of is, so it's going to be something like this. I gave- the following gift to a family. Now, Venice, this family was intact. You know, there was a father and oh, a mother. Oh, sure. She, didn't, she, she wasn't, wasn't one a of blended those. family, but, right. uh, or an unblended, yeah. as this family is at the moment, yeah. hoping to oh. be blended family, oh, an ice blended family. I don't know how they're still living in their <laughs> the, community. How have they not been run out? I sent them from Gold, Gold Belly. Sure. A blue ribbon sushi <gasps> DIY sushi making kit. Fun. Now, I don't know whether these people eat sushi. They don't eat sushi. We're going to find out. But I think it would be fun to send an activity kit of some kind. Maybe it's sushi. Maybe it's cupcakes. Maybe it's something like that, that the mother and the daughter can make together, but also that they could invite one other person to come make with them. Yeah. Make your own calamari. That is such a great gift. That is a fabulous gift. I feel would be a fun gift for Mm -hmm. them. Uh, we could always, of course, go with the Zingerman's Turkey Reuben kit, but the sushi was really fun. The kids had fun making the sushi. So they have like a roll kit or a sushi kit or a something. I'll talk to Tony about it, but that's what I think we're going to give, uh, 
for our little letter writing here. Thoughts? Or if she wants a refresh, we could send her like a bottle of Clairol. <laughs> that's true. We could send her like a Clairol rinse. Is that all kind. you need? Yeah. That, that's yeah. it? Yep. That's yep. it. Get out that's there. That's all you need. <laughs> rinse and go. <laughs> Clear all what too? I mean, it's just clear all. Just clear just all. Clear all. Just clear. Okay. Come on, Soda. Just clear all. Obviously, <laughs> clear all. Uh, so that's the scoop. So listen to me. The book is out now. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, the, world's the world's worst, worst assistant. assistant. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Sona Mosesian. Yes. Thank you, Rana. M O V S E S I A N. If you Sona Mosesian. My heart. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Sona and I got it right on the first try. Sona and I went to Israel together. Did you know that? We did. I'm so fucking tired of hearing about this trip to Israel. I didn't want to bring it up so much fun. And not we we had a moment where we sort of ditched everybody else and you, you, me, and Cynthia just went and had a really nice meal together. Yeah, I know Cynthia very well. Known Cynthia forever because Cynthia's dear husband Mike. Has worked with Conan Fell. Oh, like I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yeah. and and I I love we her independently girls, of Sweeney. Yeah, we I never girls hear about went and had a yet. meal. We said we can't deal with mm-hmm. these people, whoever they are, because you know when you travel with a show like that, there's a lot of production people. Yeah, right. and they're people. They're more schleppers. You know, they're not they're not the thinkers. They're the schleppers. <laughs> Got it. And I said. I've been polite enough to the schleppers. You know, I spent you two or limit. three days being polite to the schleppers. <laughs> and then I said, it's enough already. Yeah. And the other thing I got to do, of course, was I always got to sit next to Conan at dinner because I am a terrific laugher. You are. And everyone was tight because they had to laugh all day at his jokes. And I wasn't spending all day with them. So they brought me in at dinner time. What we a tagged you in. We, we tagged you in. <laughs> Someone get a new laugher in here. And I got a private show that people would have paid millions. To be honest, Ugh. an oligarch would pay for the pleasure of having dinner with Conan. He is the world's most wonderful dining companion. He is. He is and really he is great. Just as funny and charming and generous and everything else. Well, as I would he pay is to have a dinner you... with you, Sona. <gasps> Thanks, Brian. You I don't have to pay me. to have dinner with me. We would just have dinner. Yeah, she'll put it on Conan's card. Oh, I, I would will. love I'll that. Make him pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. We'll do it. We'll do it. But I don't want to hear about any trips to Israel. I don't want to hear about Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. She's skating on thin ice with me. I don't want to hear oh. about any of that. Ooh, we did have then, a great time. We then did. we can't go to dinner. Yeah. That's all I talk about. Yeah. That trip. We can Cynthia. invite Cynthia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dia, thank you so Cynthia much. Cynthia had for me at her home us. recently. She was very rude so, to me. So much. <laughs> so much uh, congratulations and love and continued success on the fabulous podcast and with the fabulous book now. Thank you so uh, much. And we're so excited and we will uh, talk to you soon. It was a pleasure. You have to come back and visit us again. Yeah, this was I so am fun. happy to. I loved every second of this. You guys are so much fun to talk to. And thank you so much for having me. I am We, we adore you and I can't wait to read the book and neither can our winner today. Sona Mofsesian, the author of The World's Worst Assistant, out now. Yay. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, she was so fabulous. I'm so excited about the book. And people can get the link, of course, on our link tree to the book. I love that. I wonder if Cynthia's feeling very threatened by all of this. What do you think? Well, all I'm going to say about Cynthia is this. I was in her home recently. Yeah. Invited to somebody else. Yeah. And I asked her, 
the price point of several works of art. And if I could borrow them for a party I was having. Right. And she said, "Um, let me get back to you. And she never did. Okay. Yeah. So I want to know like sort of where you got to be aside here. Sure. Where are we here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, in the landscape. I've never yeah. heard of anything so rude about someone asking the price of something and not getting an answer. I've never, I mean, I've never even heard of that kind of behavior in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I took a, I, I, I took behavior, a, yeah. a bottle yeah. of wine from her. Dear Ron O'Brien and magnanimous guest, that's a little going a little far. Well, she was a good person. Sure, but they don't know. That's <laughs> true. Do you think it's possible to keep up a long distance friendship no matter the complications? Oh, I just got so tired before I even read this question. (laughs) I have become very close with a relatively new friend, Ted, who is about to make a huge move. We currently live on the West Coast, but Ted is making a planned career change that will have him moving to a major Midwestern city at the end of the summer. Excuse me. We've only known each other for a little over a year. We clicked almost instantly and formed a fast and valuable friendship. Remember that, a little over a year. Mm. Ted is a warm, kind, humble person who through success and good looks has every excuse to be arrogant, but instead is a cheerleader to everyone he meets. Meeting him reminded me of being in grade school, thrown into playtime with a random child, and deciding instantly this person is my best friend now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dot, 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 dot. Uh-huh. We see each other at least once a week and text each other dozens of times throughout the day. Sure, that's normal. So I am in slight distress about him leaving. However, I am hopeful that we can continue our friendship and even see each other again in the future. Hmm. In my mind, there are two major obstacles to this. The first is his partner, Jack. Ted has been with Jack the entire time I've known him, but prior to that, the two had a tumultuous on-off relationship for several years. Jack presents himself as likable enough at first, but I have grown to know him as arrogant, domineering, jealous, closed off, and snobbish. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Sounds like you like him. I have even caught him making borderline racist remarks. That's my favorite. Borderline. Yeah, right. (laughs) Where's the border? Exactly. Did he cross it or he didn't cross it? Yeah. Something tells me if it's borderline, he might have crossed it. But why is it borderline? Then? Why is it I don't know. I, it seems like a very, very, uh, yeah. I Make think up your that's mind. what you say about a person you don't like. But in any sure, event, sure. though in both instances, he seemed to show some immediate remorse. Okay, so he did say something, but I, he said it. Just kidding. I frankly do not like him. I think the feeling is mutual. As my friends have told me, they sense a lot of tension between Jack and me. I Mm. think it's been noticed by Ted as well, who has stopped talking to me about their relationship altogether. All of this to say, I'm worried that my strained relationship with Jack will prevent me from keeping up a long distance friendship with Ted. All these madman names. This is insanity. Anyway, he's in love with this guy. I dreams of couples vacations and having my husband, excuse me. First mention of the husband, a thousand words in. Oh, yeah. I dream of couples' vacations and having my husband, who's our, uh, and having my husband and I visit their future home seems implausible given the fact that Jack and I simply don't like being around each other. I'm wondering if Rana's clairvoyance is picking up any clues as to the second obstacle. In case you guessed it, Rana, I am in love with Ted. Yeah. In fact, for the guest, 
the youth left. You wrote it. Breadcrumbs the size of a boulder in front of us. I mean, this is like every rom com <laughs> ever made. In fact, for the middle nine months of our twelve month friendship, he and I were having an affair. Oh my goodness, how unsavory of of his husband to not like you. We met this as friends, guy but let really out, you're a, a real pair. piece of work. You yeah. really are. We met as friends, but let our mutual attraction get the better of us. And once we gave in to a sexual relationship, there was no turning back. Our friendship blossomed into a pure romance. Oh, God. It was a passionate, fiery relationship that brought me the best sex of my life with someone I connected with on a deeply personal level. But the responsibility we had to our respective partners and the upcoming move led to a split in our romantic relationship. You don't say. Wow. As we broke up, we cried and held each other in our arms, and we vowed to always remain in each other's lives. Good one. Yeah. This may sound like a meaningless platitude, but it felt very honest to me and filled me with hope. Well, it's a good thing you're grounded in reality with what happened and not romanticizing it at all. I feel as though I will always love him in some capacity. However, as of writing this, as of this writing, dear, We are struggling to find our footing in becoming just friends again. To put things in more context, I am in a non-monogamous marriage, and my husband was aware and even supportive of the relationship. He adores Hmm. Ted. Wow. Ted, on the other hand, was cheating on an unknowing Jack through the course of our affair. Sorry, I'm just going to scroll back up to the description of Ted at the Mm -hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Ted is a warm, kind, humble person who through success and good looks has every excuse to be arrogant, but instead is a cheerleader to everyone he meets. And he's also a cheetah. And he's excuse also me. dishonest. Just yeah. going to add that to the sure. next there. That's a descriptor. With the move fast approaching and the headache still fresh, is there any hope of having a real relationship with the man I had an affair with? Is one year and a lot of love enough to overcome the complications of adultery and heartbreak that led to this point? Or will keeping up this friendship simply feed into our feelings and cause more subsequent loss? Oh, I wish we were answering this right now. Because boy, do I have something to say about that paragraph. And I don't know how I'm going to remember to say it, but I hope I do. Thank you, Rana and Brian, for all your wisdom and for ministering to the most desperate of us. I love you both and look forward to having you in my earbuds twice a week. Cheers to the success of the cocktail club. I'm vying for a promotion at work. And if I get it, a subscription will absolutely be my first major purchase. Well, I hope I I I didn't alienate him. No, he wanted this. With love. That's true. This was exactly what he was hoping for. Mm -hmm. In in quotes, Victor. I thought he was going to say victim. Well, he may as well have. We're going to call him victim. From now victim. on. All right, victim. We're <laughs> come to patreon.com slash we clearly have a lot to let say you about have this. it. That's yeah. right. That's right. What an absolute telenovela. Oh I can't wait. Right. Uh the social club, AISocialclub.com, now booking people for August. Membership now available in limited quantities for August, excuse me. Yeah, uh, very limited. That's incredible true. Incredible July. Kiki is coming up. I I'm so excited to taste. I tried the drink this weekend and I can't wait to taste it again. I, I think it's going wait. to be my drink of August before the August box arrives. That Everyone needs sense. an August drink, by the way. So. Uh, Get into then, it. And the August box is a fabulous dog day box. We want to remind people, by the way, if they want to do a one-off, they can. But yeah, it's going to cost them. 
That's right, Ron. Uh, and we have a terrific gift this month, pardon me. We people do. that are There's new to the There's always surprises club. in that box. People always. We've got some actually very cute surprises in the box this month. Wonderful. Uh, and, for, and for subscribers and non-subscribers. And we have to remind people that if this is your first month with the box, you also get the fabulous welcome gift which is that beautiful, beautiful jigger that we gave. I'm telling people because cats out of the bag, they saw it on the Instagram. Uh, and so you'll that's part of the welcome gift. But anyway, askgranacoffee.com. And don't forget to email me if you think a coffee kiki is something you might be interested in for the subscribers, coffee subscribers. But Brian's dance cat's getting very full, so we'll see. Right. right. Uh, dear. Yes. I love you. There I said it. I love you too. Yeah. I love you more than I love New York. And I want to apologize. I, love New York. I want to apologize for oh, making that's okay. you feel inadequate at Applebee's by asking you to split the bill or whatever it was. Oh, that's okay, Rana. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a penny pincher like you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm very generous. You uh, are and I'm actually yeah. very generous. So. As are you, Rana. You're probably the most generous person I know. How about oh, that? Oh, you better meet some more people. I feel all like right, I've met yeah. them all at this point. I no, really they don't, don't know that you know I what? I don't need to meet anybody new either. I, this single mother, I, I applaud the <laughs> fact that they even want to meet new people. Me but too. But the DIY sushi kit is going to help quite That's a bit. That's adorable. So. I do love yeah, that idea. Very yeah. cute. All right, dear. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Guess who? It's Rana. And boy, did we have fun at the July Kiki for the AI Social Club. Now accepting members for September, pardon me. Yesterday was the cutoff for the August box. Have we got something fabulous planned for you? Are you missing out? Pardon me. All you have to do is look at our Instagram feed to know that you are. We are having so much fun. If you've been thinking about it, now's the time. AISocial.club, get your monthly cocktail box and an exclusive invite to our monthly Kiki. It's going to be fabulous. It's been fabulous. We're going from strength to strength, pardon me. And we can't wait to welcome you into the social club. Kiss, kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.